All right, everybody. Um, well, thanks for uh, coming on and, and listening in. We're, this is our first uh, podcast. Uh, we're we're, we're going to be talking about friendship. I think it was mentioned, uh, I don't know how many months ago uh, at our last family time that, um, you know, we were talking about, you know, the mission of the church, what we're trying to accomplish. And, you know, we're here to make disciples and we're here to... Um, not only bring the gospel to those uh, that don't know the gospel, but also to bring encouragement you know, to one another. Um, we have a real hope in Jesus Christ that um, he's going to restore the universe and that he's called the church to uh, preach the good news to the rest of the world and that he loves the church and he wants the church to be built up and to be raised to the measure of the stature of the fullness of God and, um, and in order to do that for the church to bring the gospel forward that uh, requires uh, um, a building up of, of one another and um, in our relationships. And so um, I know that we've, we've talked about um, as a church, just uh, being able to um, equip uh, you in, in your relationships and, and in this, this goal of making disciples. And that's why we have life groups. That's why we have uh, different ways in which people can gather and, and, and fellowship and meet with one another and just be friends, um, get to know one another. And we also have uh, transformation groups uh, where we have um, opportunities for people to get together to to really hold each other accountable and, and pray and encourage one another. And so we have these different groups um, but even with those groups, we know um, there's a desire and uh, we hear that there is uh, an, an interest in, in learning um, how to how to be better um, at it, um, at, at in discipling each other and encouraging one another, um, just resources. And I think this is our way of providing that um, through this podcast. So the idea is that um, in the next few months, um, the elders are getting together. And we're really just very simply talking about a book that we're reading together called The Company We Keep in Search of Biblical Friendship. It's written by Jonathan Holm. He's a pastor uh, in the Midwest. And, um, you know, it's been super helpful for us to read. And um, today, um, and by the way, I'm Francis Orudos. If you don't recognize my voice, um, don't sound as, as sharp and as pleasant as, as others that might've been doing this in the past. But yeah, so I'm one of the elders here. And um, so we're gonna, I'm gonna be taking you through um, these conversations over the next few months. And this first one is with our very own uh, celebrated Pastor Josh. And uh, uh, you know, he's told me that he's uh, read this chapter, uh, this first chapter here in this book, uh, The Company We Keep. And that's what this next, you know, 30, 40 minutes is going to be about. Just us really riffing on the things that um, we've learned and that we've appreciated. Um, but, you know, maybe just the, the first question I maybe could ask Josh is we've talked about this. And so whether you can answer it or I can answer it, but it's just this idea about why we're even focusing on uh, biblical friendship and why are we even reading this book? Why is it so important? I kind of talked about it just right now but i don't know if you have your own thoughts i know that this is um near and dear to you so what would you say for Josh? sure yeah i love uh thinking about friendship for sure one because of the impact uh, friends have made in my life over the years i wouldn't definitely be who i am without the friends god's given me and also because i want to be a good friend when i think about 
my life and what I want to be or accomplish in my life, I think one of my biggest goals is to be a good friend. I'd like to, I'd like to go to my funeral with people knowing that uh, they had had a good friend in me, uh, my children, my wife, and uh, my church that God's given me and uh, allowed me to be part of and uh, others. So uh, this is like a subject that I like to think about because uh, I think it's important and uh, it's a life goal and also because I, I have a long way to go. Uh, personally, I know my how selfish I can be and how uh, poor I can be at being a friend. And so this is, I think, exciting to talk about with one another. How can we really be the best friends that we can be? Uh, because, you know, if you want to sort of get to the nitty gritty of uh, how people change and how people experience joy and how people, how people accomplish great things, uh, friendship is right there in the mix of all of that, even if you look at your own life, the times that you really changed, you know, a lot of a lot of times that there was a friend connected that to that. The times that you really were able to do something more than you normally would do by yourself, a friend was usually connected to that. And the times that you look back and when you experienced even a, a sweetness in your relationship with God and and uh, really a the greatest joy, usually a friend's connected to that. So uh, when I think about our church, if we can, if we can be a church that is characterized by people who are good at being friends, like the members of our church are just good at being friends with people. I feel like we will be a church that makes a tremendous impact for the cause of Christ. Yeah. Yeah. No, yeah. Well said. And I think that, um, I think about things that you often say, and it's, I think hopefully it's heard and it's, uh, it's resonating, but you often talk about how we're here to, to make disciples. And, um, you say it every week, it seems like, and if we're doing that, um, that means that we're building relationships with people and that the fruit of those relationships, uh, become friendships. And so if we're not really, thinking about how we can be good friends, then it's really cutting at, um, it's undermining our ability to, to, to really do the work that we're called to do, which is to, to minister the gospel. Right. Right. Yeah. Um, you know, so just, and I, even I was thinking through this, I'm sure people were wondering too, could be, you know, just the, even the idea of friendship, right? Because we probably heard over many years, you know, it's not the first time, you know, we've heard about, um, and following Christ, it's it's not religion. It's a it's a relationship. So we talk about relationships. Uh, we talk about fellowship. Uh, we talk even about community. Um, I remember you know years ago um, how it was important. You know when people were visiting that they said they really wanted to be a part of a community, right? So whether it's relationship, fellowship, community, like those are all big like buzzwords. Mm -hmm. And then we're kind of bringing a new one in with friendship. And so, um, what would you say? Like why? Why specifically friendship in contrast to, to those other other terms? Yeah, this is a, uh, it, it's good to think about uh, what words mean and maybe we have different ideas that come into our mind when I say friend and when you yeah. say friend, we both have sort of a picture of what friendship means and uh, it takes a little work sometimes to get back to what does the scripture actually 
uh, call us to when it talks about friendship. But when I think about friendship, I'm less thinking about do I have friends or who is a friend to me? And I'm more thinking about the opportunity to intentionally apply the one another's uh, in my relationship with people God's brought into my life. So I'm thinking about how can I be a friend to someone else and what would it look like for me to be a friend to them? And I guess the word friendship is maybe just a little more focused than the word fellowship. Fellowship and friendship are pretty close in that if you're a friend, it requires fellowship. Yeah. And uh, the better fellowship you have, usually the better friend you are. But a friend is sort of a more intentional, deliberate word to me. It's like I am, I, I am pursuing fellowship with this specific, yeah. with these specific people. Yeah. Or it's intentional, it's deliberate, mm-hmm. and there's a certain level of uh, intimacy and, and vulnerability. Now, it's funny because, you know, we do these visits, right? Like if at some point in time um, you've had, you know, one of us visit you um, over the last year mm-hmm. and, you know, we ask a, you know, a bunch of questions and I know that um, a question that you ask and I've, I'm starting to ask is, you know, who are the people that you're closest to. Um, and it's interesting how people, how we, we can respond because sometimes when we ask that question, uh, it's, we, we, we do get various responses. And sometimes people might comment about people that are, you know, like family that are like halfway across the world or friends that they've known since they were kids. And so like, it's interesting how when we think about people that we're close with, um, we th- might think of them differently than the people that are in our own like local church community mm-hmm. uh, are the people that we're, we're seeing every week. And so there is, I mean, so you could say like, there's probably even like a gap mm-hmm. like, between the, the two. And so I could, and, and that's kind of right. I think that's why we're trying to focus on, on this idea of, of friendships right. so that we're trying to bring those close relationships um, with, with those that we're ministering with and that we're fellowshipping with that, that those are the people that we're, um, perceiving to be, you know, um, having intimacy and, and vulnerability and, and accountability and all those things. Right. Yeah. So I guess we're trying to bring the word back into the church or we're trying to uh, just tweak a little how people think about friendship. Cause often when we think about friendship, we are thinking primarily almost in a, a category apart from sometimes apart from the Bible, like who, who's like me and, who's into sports and who, who likes to do the kinds of things that I do. And certainly all of those things uh, are nice, but as Christians in, you know, we have, uh, we are one in Christ. So when I come to church, everyone who's a believer in this church is my brother. So that's even, or sister, that's even closer than a, than a friend. So there's a reality there that there's a bond there. And I, when I think yeah. about friendship, it's just a, a, a easy word to, to use to think about what would it look like for that bond to, uh, for people to, to see that bond yeah. in my life. To feel that. In the way, yeah. yeah to feel that way, the way that we care about each other. Yeah. No, I mean, and that's, you know, you know, like I've been spending a lot of time in Ephesians and, you know, like, 
So in Ephesians, like the first three chapters about who we are in Christ and the call that, that, that God has put out and that, you know, he's answered in us and bring us to salvation. And then, you know, the, the, the last three chapters are about the conduct. And so, you know, chapter four, verse one is, you know, I, Paul, you know, urge you uh, to walk in a manner worthy of the call. So it's just like, okay, now here's all the conduct. And the first thing he talks about is, you know, with humility, gentleness, with patience, um, bearing with one another in love, and then eager to maintain the unity of the spirit, right? And so like having that eager, I think that's what you're talking about, right? Like having that eagerness um, to be united, to, to recognize that the thing that binds us together is our, is our oneness in Christ. And that's where then it goes on to say, like there's one body, one spirit, one God and father of all who's over all and in all and through all. It's like, that is something that we really want to, you know, put on display and, and to showcase um, for the world, for the world. And, but then like in one another, you know, yes. like that's like, let's really like celebrate the one thing that connects us together. And right. it's, it's Christ and like, and to celebrate like the work of Christ, you know, in my life and your life and, you know, to, to build one another up, you know? Yeah. So when we, when we see somebody else who's a believer, there is a connection. <laughs> so we are, God has made us one. So we might not live like it. We might not yeah. act like it, uh, but we should realize it. Like yeah. this person is more than a friend to me. Actually, friend, we're using the word friend, I guess, just to get us sort of back to uh, thinking about other believers in a way that matches up with what is real. Because we, when we think friendship, we think warmth, we think unity, we think affection we think love and uh those are those are the kinds of things that should mark our relationships yeah. at, the, at the church yeah you know I, I absolutely you know i think we've talked about this before but it's fun, it's so funny how you know uh, at least for me you know like i remember going to a football game last year and um you know like the only thing is you know it's just it's just the rams you know yeah. <laughs> or you go to the Lakers, it's just yeah. the lakers you know but somehow, you know, in the spirit of it all, like you get so excited and, you know, they, they score a basket or they score a touchdown. And then like suddenly, like these people that you've never met before, like right next to you, you're high fiving or you're giving them hugs. And then I even had a person tell me that they love me, mm. you know, during the football game. <laughs> it's like, wow. it's kind of silly. It's like, this is just the Rams, yeah, you know, right. it's like, this is silly. Yeah. But like when it's, it's silly when we view it in contrast to like the thing that's most meaningful right. in the universe is that like that, you know, that we've, you know, we've been forgiven of our sin and that we're, we're, we're made one, you know, through Christ. Right. Like we've, the Jew and Gentile hostility that's been removed. I mean, that's like, that's, that really showcases it. But like all of us, you know, as, 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 as believers, we're, we're part of the same body, part of the same structure, you know, like we are, we are one. And that's something that we should really celebrate. Right. right? To, to really, be excited about yeah more than baskets you know? yeah exactly <laughs> yeah so when i uh think about what keeps people from experiencing that kind of love and affection among believers often it is um fear or uh selfishness i suppose but what we are wanting to do is really live out who we are like I don't have to be afraid of you. Yeah. <laughs> you don't have to be afraid of me. 
we can this is a we can have relationships where we are known that's what a, a good friend is somebody who knows you like you could you can really have that with other believers they're they're uh you have a God who's for you, so even if they hurt you, yeah. you have a God who's seeking your good. Even if they judge you, you are righteous in Christ. I mean, a lot of these yeah. things that keep people from being able to experience what they would call friendship, Jesus has taken care of that. So it's sometimes feels a little bit like we are living according to the old... It's all the way. The old way, where we're so afraid of people, or we like... I. I, I have to protect myself and we're trying to say, no, at the church, yeah, of course. I mean, we're humans, we sin against each other, all that stuff, but we have the gospel. We are, we are one. We don't have all the time we wish with everybody, but yeah. you know, really, if, if we're one in Christ, we're brothers, so we should be able to be friends, you know, like. <laughs> so can I ask, so this is perfect, because this really does segue into like the meat of this first chapter, where there was a lot of discussion about even the theology. Mm -hmm. A friendship and why like some of the things that really keep us from being friends with one another are, are kind of rooted you know back in like the garden right mm -hmm. so just even i don't know what I, we were talking even before this about how um you know different different thoughts about um just the, the theology of friendship here as, as it was shared here so just i don't know like just the you know, if you're able to like speak to like just even from the beginning where it talks about how um, like, you know, friendship really comes from like the Trinity, mm -hmm. you know, like just the, the you know, the father, son, spirit. Like that's really where this all comes from. And I don't, I don't know what, yeah. even apart from the book, just your, your understanding and how that can help us like have a right perspective of, you know, are the relationships that we have in the church? Yeah, well, that's such a deep thought, I guess the idea is you know you'll meet people who are like well i don't need friends or you know some almost like uh needing relationships is a weakness and yeah. uh actually not needing relationships is not being human it's not a weakness yeah <laughs> it's being uh did you need friendships before the fall yes do you need yeah. them after the fall yes it's actually do you need air? You need air. It's part of being human to need these kinds of relationships. And part of that is because of who God is. So we're made in the image of God and God exists in a relationship that's yeah, so difficult for our minds to conceive. But God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit are three persons and totally one, loving yeah. each other, existing in this eternal relationship of, of love. And we are made in his image. So we are made to uh, express love and receive love. And that's part of why it's uh, maybe not the whole reason, but part of the why Genesis one and two, it is good. 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 Right. It is not good. It's yeah. not good before the fall. But yeah, exactly. Shocking. That's yeah. That, I think that's where like, that was like eye opening for me when I read this, it's like, yeah, all those, like it is good. And then like, it, there's no sin yet, but they say it is not good. Right. And it's because yes. Adam was alone. Exactly. Yeah. So again, somebody, if you feel lonely uh, because you don't have deep relationships, you are feeling human, you know, like yeah. that's, that's uh, not really a, a weakness. And there's different reasons for loneliness, of course, but uh, just the, the fact that someone is by themselves and not, experiencing deeper relationships and feel something like loneliness as a result of that is yeah that's a sign that 
you are a human made in the yeah, image you're God. Being, yeah. <laughs> so right, 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 right. Yeah. Figure it out, but that's uh, that's a that's that comes with being human. Yeah, yeah, and so then even. So then, you know, like, so then like, that's, that's what God intended for, you know, for Adam to have a helper. And then even like with all the animals, like even just even with the community of, you know, elephants and tigers and things like that, like that, that wasn't enough. Right. Right. Um, so it's good if you so, like your dog. <laughs> right. But you were made it's not exactly a little bit more. Yeah, that's yeah. a kind of friendship, but not, yeah. not as much as you're made for yeah. but even yeah even before i mean i know that like the you know, sin enters but just i think also what kind of been trying to wrap my head around is just the idea like even before um you know god made adam like the you know the, why we have friendship and relationship is because there's friendship and relationship just within the trinity like so we're even talk, not even talking about like present we're talking about eternity past mm-hmm. and how like the triune god they were you know there's relationship with one another mm-hmm. so even you know, we think about, you know, and I don't know if my kids listen to this, but um, even when they were young and I was trying to encourage, you know, one of them, like, it's important to make friends. And it's because that's like, that like we represent who God is. Mm. And like God, you know, has relationships. Like the human relationships, even before, like he made man, like mm. he, he has relationship in and of himself. Mm. And there's something special in and of, of, of that, you know? Mm. So just recognizing like, yeah, just you know, to, to your point before, like even before creation, like we were made to be like relational people mm. because our Creator is relational. Mm. You know, mm. even so, if we just think about imitating God, that's a beautiful thought. Like how God stooped down to enter into a kind of friendship with us. Uh, God was perfectly happy. God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit. He didn't make man because he was lonely or because he was needy. Uh, but he yeah. overflowed. Right. Yes. Uh, he's yeah. like a fountain of love that overflowed uh, onto us, really. And he is drawing us into a relationship with himself, which, again, all these thoughts are kind of just too big for small minds like mine. But it's like God is. So that's part of why, as Christians, we should be really good at friendship because we're we serve a God who goes out, you know, he, right. we serve a God who, who, who stoops down. We serve right. a God who goes after people that will only make his life more difficult. And it's right. not saying it in a funny way, yeah. but he, he's, he, he's, he's a pursuing God yeah. to not just get slaves, but to get sons and daughters and uh, friends, yeah. a, a friendship that he doesn't need, but it's right. for our good. It's for our good. Yeah. And uh, so we want to be a church that, imitates that that we're not just thinking who's my friend or I like what I'm benefiting yeah you know, but he's like he's 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 the benefactor right yeah. he's like he's giving he's the 100%, one who's yeah and he's yeah. stuffed into this kindness for us that we get so much blessing out of pursuing friendship with others but it's it's not just so that we can be uh find people that satisfy us and, and make us happy all the time but yeah it's really so that we can imitate God's love and because God's pulled us in, we want to pull others into those kinds of relationships. So then what do you, and, and just what did you think of the part where, so like, and we know this, right, but just like it, in the book, it, it kind of explains then, okay, we're sinners. And then, it, you know, like, like everything in the world, it turns everything upside down. But then like specifically as it relates to friendships and, mm-hmm. and relationships, then it, it turned that upside down as well. And right. so um, what was your impression of that? Yeah, well, it's, uh, is, 
it's interesting to think about how sin has impacted friendship because even unbelievers have friends, you know, and want friends. But a lot of times it's a, it's the word friend, but very different than the way the Bible thinks about friends. Like most virtues have a counterfeit and uh, sin has really made it difficult for us to be a friend and for us to have friends and to think about friendship. Well, and one, two of the ways I think in my own life, I can see that it makes it difficult. One would be uh, just fear in terms of, if you think about a lot of people, they are afraid and fear keeps you from pursuing people. Fear keeps you from opening yourself up to others. And it's very difficult. Friendship is sort of about having open hearts, you know, yeah. you know, uh, me and I know you, at least it's moving towards that, you know, and uh, fear, this kind of shame, this hiding uh, after, after man's sin, of course, it's blaming one another. It's gone. It's not we, it's I. And then Genesis four, it's brother attacking brother. Yeah. So fear. And then just self-centeredness, the self-centered way we sort of look at the whole universe after the fall in terms of it really starts with me uh, and even thinking about friendship in that term in p other people are instruments for my pleasure. Right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I wouldn't say that. No one would ever really, say that, but, it but that's kind of how of, it works. Exactly. Out. Yeah. Um, and so that's, that's really, and then also just once you start feeling like God's not for you, God's against you, it's very difficult to be a friend because you are always having to look out for yourself. So like, if you know God's for you, then you don't have to be for you. You know, like God is for you. You can't be for you better than God's for you. So that's taken care of. God is for you. He's always working out your good. So that's you. You're free now to be for other people. But after the fall, we're, we're, you know, out of relationship with God, enemies of God. But then also there's just this doubt about God's goodness that Satan plays upon and then if I doubt God's goodness and I think, ah, oh, I got to look out for me. Yeah. Then it's very hard to be a friend because like, you're not going to look out. For, yeah, no one's going to be looking out you for you. Yeah, you mistrust yeah. everybody because right. it's like, I got to look out for me because they're not going to. Yeah. You got to really come to a high bar to prove me that you're trust, that you're trustworthy because I've got to, I've got to protect myself. Right. And I don't know that you'll do that, you know? Yeah. I mean, I like how, you know, going back, it was like in, I think Genesis three ten it it, it 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 put out very clearly how you know it, it became less about just having this really sweet intimate relationship with Adam and, and the Lord and then after there was sin and then it's all about like these these just the self justification so it's like I heard the sound of you in the garden mm -hmm. I was afraid I was naked I hid myself and so you know sin appears and then. You know, everything is now about self-focus. It's about I. And then as it says here, the human history has never been the same after yeah. that. And so um, just, yeah, I think that kind of resonated with me because I didn't really think about it that way. Mm. But it's, it's, it's true. Yeah. So I, even when we think about we, we're still thinking. Yeah. <laughs> still thinking of we in terms of I. Yeah. So that's where now uh, that's why. You know, so we, you know, fast forward into, you know, to the gospel and we fast forward to the cross and how like, you know, to, you know, Jesus like redeems all of that. And, and now, you know, so it kind of gets back to how, you know, uh, you know, I, I think as we, as we do think about this more, it's like the way we think about 
friendships really is an evidence of um, the reality of the gospel in our hearts. You know, like if we are what we, what, what God has called us to be doing in terms of reaching out and, and you know, you know, loving people without an expectation, like we're not, we we're not able to do that unless like God would have changed our hearts to do that because otherwise we would be just so about like just looking out for ourselves mm. and looking out for our benefit and like what we can receive, you know? So I don't know, like thinking about, I mean, like this all kind of makes sense, like from, um, you know, theological perspective, mm. but I don't know how more practical we can make it. I, I know you kind of touched on it already, but like it, like, I don't know if there's any, any way to, um, if, if it's not making sense, like for, for, for people today, you know, on January 20th, 2023, like, how are they, how would somebody see this, you know, in, in their lives right now? Like not seeing the gospel being, um, a, or the, the, the way that they look at friendship as, as a fruit of what they know about the gospel. Mm. Is that? Yeah. I'm still yeah. thinking theologically, yeah. I guess I, 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 what you were saying earlier really, uh, hit me a little in terms of how the gospel, like a doctrine, like total depravity can really help me with friendship. Cause I, Seeing how so often we go around life like we're everybody's judge, you know? So we're like these little judges walking around constantly evaluating and condemning people for certain things. Uh, um, yeah, even today I was walking into Starbucks and a guy was walking very close to me. And I just found myself thinking, why is this guy walking so close to me? And you know, this is weird. And, and there must've been about five judgmental thoughts that went yeah. through my mind in the span of two seconds, just because that human being walked a little close to me. And I was thinking, wow, Josh, wow. Like, yeah. are you king of the world? Like, mm. you know, you're just walking around. This guy gets too close to you and you know, he's condemned. Yeah. How, how dare you walk this close to me? Not quite like that, but sure. Yeah, that, yeah, the, yeah. Root, the root of that is there. And, and uh, total depravity makes me realize who do I think I am to be anybody's judge? Like I am a wicked sinner who deserves hell. And my only hope is the grace of God. And so it's really hard to be good friends with a judge, you know, mm -hmm. who's, who's in the act of judging. I don't think uh, mm -hmm. uh, the guy who's getting judged is feels a, a real close friendship with the guy who is the judge. And I think sometimes we struggle with friendship because we're like all thinking that we're everybody's yeah. <laughs> judge or that everybody is our judge. So it can go both, it can ways. Go both ways. Yeah. If we yeah, feel yeah, like yeah. we're the judge, then we're going to be hard to be friends with. But if we if we put people in position of judge, yeah. where we're looking at them like they're God. Yeah. Even if they're not doing that themselves, we're making it very hard to be for them to be our friend. They yeah. that so that either way it's a denial of the gospel. Yeah. And we have to apply the gospel. If I think of you as like everything that you say, I, you know, you can you can just your smallest criticism can crush me. I I am not that's a denial that's really not thinking gospelly, you know, that's yeah. something's out of whack because you are not God. God is for me. I have the righteousness of Christ. So that lets you just be a friend to me. That lets you be free to be like, Josh, you're goofy or you're talking too long. And I can be like, Oh yeah, you know, that might be true. That might not be true. But once I deny the gospel and put you like, you are now God. 
Right. And you're like, Josh, you're talking to them. I'm like, how's this guy? He, I can't believe he's like judging me. And he's all, uh, yeah. and then it, it puts a distance, but between ourselves. And so I'm not sure that's yeah. the most practical answer to your question. No, I think it, no, actually does. You know, we didn't even rehearse this. So I think it's really following yeah. well, actually. Yeah. No, because I think, you know, we we're talking about being self-focused and, you know, really changing the motivation for why we pursue friendships. And I, you know, so I was thinking about some of the questions that they even pose in the book, how it changes, how, you know, how we approach people and, and pursue relationships. And so instead of really like seeking what, seeking their interests, we're, we're asking questions that are really about, you know, uh, are, you know, are, am I putting themselves in a position to judge me? So like, are we, we're asking questions like, do they like me? Can I make them like me? Will they accept me? Will they love me? What will they give to me? What are they expecting from me? Will they hurt me? So like, they're all about me and, you know, being protected from being hurt or being offended and, and getting the most out of what other, another person can, can give me or, 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 or uh, you know, not, not hurt me with, you know? So it's, I think, yeah, you know, I, 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 I thought. Yeah. <laughs> but it's also such well, a losing battle. If you want to know, yeah. will people hurt you? Will people disappoint you? Yes. Is yeah. God able to work that together for your good? Does God love you? And is God for you? And is God able to use all of that to advance his kingdom? Yes. <laughs> yeah. so. so maybe you need to repeat that. Cause that's like, I, I don't know. I, I think people might need to, I need to hear that again. Cause I need to even like preach that just yeah. cause that's, that is, that, that, you know, that, that doesn't make sense in a lot of ways. Right. Like, yeah. I'm, you know, if you're wanting to pause, I'm wanting to pause just cause that's something like I, I need to, um, and I'm not, I'm not talking to John. I'm talking to people that are listening. You need to pause on that just cause it's something that is, that's it, it it there's like not no logic to that you yeah. know um but it's true it's and true. like do we can we believe that yeah you know? and you yeah. even know it's true from your own life so like that's just what the way fear works fear so often locks you in this cage you know and it doesn't even always make total sense so like you're so worried about whether or not people will hurt you or what people will say about you when God Almighty is for you. So that doesn't, that right there doesn't make sense. Like the angels bow down and say, holy, holy, holy. And God looks at you and he's like, I love you. You you have the righteousness of Christ. And then you're worried, so worried about this, like, this little guy's criticisms. It's like, no, the one who created the universe is, is for you. And then you lock yourself sort of in this cage and you probably even know from your own life like there have been times you have been hurt there have been times where you have been disappointed and yet yeah i'm sure that was super painful but god did work in that god what do you want to be you want to be holy and god uses that kind of pain and disappointment to move us forward if we're humble yeah <laughs> and so it's like you're so afraid of something that you're missing out on the on the joy and uh, locking yourself in sort of a little prison that you don't really need to be in. God can take care of you. God really can take care of you. You're, you're, you're going to have very few friends if you're only looking for friends who won't hurt you or disappoint you. Because, yeah, first of all, they're sinners. But second of all, we have such unrealistic expectations. We like we came out of the womb crying if our mom didn't come, you know, Here's a, a mom who gives birth to a child 
the mom doesn't enter the room the moment that child is hungry. That child is screaming like that mother had abandoned him. Yeah. That's kind of human nature, you know? So like, if you think you're gonna to get to the point where you're never disappointed by people, first of all, they're sinners. Second of all, your selfishness, probably my selfishness, I should say, goes way, I have such a distorted view so often of who I am and what I deserve. Yeah. So of course they're gonna disappoint me. Of course they're gonna, of course people aren't always gonna think I'm as great as I think I'm great. And uh, that, that, that's, we, the gospel helps me get past that so that I actually can have <laughs> friends, yeah, real friends. Yeah, because I mean, we think about it, like the, the really th the point of it all, like even beyond this concept of, of friendship. I mean, the friend, this friend, this concept concept is really just a means to our ultimate end, right? Which is you know to bring glory to God and, right. and to display Christ and to tell His story of reconciliation and justification and, and, and redemption. In us, right? right? So, like, that's where I, I love this quote where it says, you know, we can make friendship about us. Sin makes friendship about us to the exclusion of God. You know, so when a non-Christian appears in our friendships, is he or she able to see the outlines of the gospel, the good news of Christ? Um, when our friendships exist for our own pleasure, comfort, and relational happiness, rather than a communication of God's love and mercy in the gospel, we're telling the story badly mm. and we're, we may be telling the wrong story altogether. Right. And so like it, I don't know, like that really puts into perspective, like how trivial and, and silly, you know, we can make, you know, being heard. I mean, it's not, yeah. a, you know, being heard is a big deal, yeah. you know, in the moment, like yeah. it's all of us have experienced that and being exposed and yeah. being disappointed and discouraged. It's one of the hardest you know? things I think there is yeah. partially because friendships are supposed to be so good. Yeah. Um, but I think that's neat how you say it, like being comfortable, me and you having a conversation that's easy, all that's fine. But even more than that, what we want is the glory of God. So we just don't want to get our, our priorities out of whack when we think about yeah. friendship. So like, of course, having buddies and playing ping pong yeah. and you know, yeah. guys that just easy to get along with. That's great. That's a fun part, a wonderful part of life, but that's not nearly as important as yeah. God glorifying himself through our relationship. And, we, and can we say some of these, you know, um, these ideas about what, you know, uh, uh, hinders our friendship. And there's actually, you know, we'll probably talk a little bit more about hindrances and threats to friendship as we go on here, but we've talked a lot about that, but it's, it's probably worth even considering the fact that um, the fact that this all happened and, and despite of all that, like Jesus is our friend, you know? So like, that's why, like that's, it's, it's his story of reconciling us to himself so that we can be his friends. I mean, that's really what it's about, right? Mm -hmm. Telling that story. And uh, I think, you know, it's in, in John 15, 13 to 15, you know, greater love as no one than this, that someone lay down his life for his friends. You are my friends. If you do what I command you, no longer do I call you servants for the servant does not know what his master is doing, but I've called you friends. And so like, maybe we should have started that, yeah. you know, with that from the conversation, because that's like the, that's like the big, that's the big idea that yeah. we're missing here with all this stuff. Like we're kind of worried about how, you know, you and I can hurt each other, but like, let's not let that diminish the fact that, Jesus Christ, you know, 
changed everything so that we can be his friends and right. like just letting that like sink in and appreciating that and yeah. like really like waving that banner you know mm -hmm. at least in our in our hearts and like preaching that to ourselves you right know? and talk about a good friend even in terms of choosing these guys knowing that none of them were going to be there really really in any significant way when he was crucified uh you know the garden of gethsemane he's sweating blood and they're falling asleep even just him being perfect and then I mean, nobody could match up to his level of conversation you know <laughs> yeah <laughs> they are they they're all always confused when they're not grabbing hold of what he's saying and like i'm about to be crucified but which one of us is the greatest you know they're just not able to have great conversations with him and he's got such a variety he has a zealot who you know hated rome he's got joanna who was uh, worked for herod who was pro-rome and somehow he's bringing all these different people together into this into these this kind of intimate friendship uh and I, I i think we pray that god makes us a church like that and if we are it's it's definitely gonna be different it's gonna stand out yeah yeah and people like that yeah so i know we're kind of at our, at our time we're right at a little past our time but so maybe i know i know you had some thoughts already that were kind of in that mode of like wrapping things up but i guess you know like Maybe we'll have other conversations, maybe not, but like for, for this podcast series that as we're talking about friendship, I guess we talked a lot about theology of friendship, some things that like hinder friendship, why we can look past it because of the friendship that we have in Jesus. I guess what would be like just, you know, last thoughts, you know, for you that you'd, you know, you're, you're wanting the church to know as we, uh, as, as they hear this and they're like, Josh and Francis, you guys said a lot of stuff. Like, what, 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 are, what are you really trying to say? <laughs> like, what, what are you trying to say here? Yeah, well, one, I just, I, I want everyone in the church to know that they can have, by God's grace, an eternally significant ministry by being, seeking to be a good friend. So that would be one. Because sometimes we just think, oh, I can't do anything because we only think of ministry in terms of like, I got to be John MacArthur. But when you think about your own life and the ways that you've changed, a lot of times John MacArthur, I'm sure, has had an impact in some of our lives, but like it's good friends that have really pushed us forward in, in some really profound ways. And so I just, I, I want people to be excited about like, this is something, it's an ordinary, seems so ordinary, but it's, is something God uses in extraordinary ways. Um, and so that would be one. And then two, I, just to recognize that we're all learning in this. Like, I, I there's so many ways I need to be better at being a friend. And I can think of some specific, I, I struggle sometimes with, uh, with pursuing or uh, people that I think might not want to be my friends or, you know, these silly little worries of, at the initial start of friendships or sometimes we're all we're awkward or but let's pray that the gospel god helps us uh grab hold of the gospel and push past that because i mean jesus is your friend <laughs> he, he's uh he's holding our hands and so we can we can we can be brave and step out and, and seek these kinds of seek these kinds of yeah. friendships and then i think maybe last would just be well, two. One would be just pray about it. 
let's pray about it. And then last would be, as we think about friendship, let's, let's ask that God would help us not be selfish in terms of how we think about it, where we are kind of starting with ourselves and like, I don't have any friends or, or nobody is as good a friend to me as I wish. And I mean, it's a hard place to be and I understand and you can be honest about that, but then maybe don't stop there and just be like, instead be like, Lord, I'm thankful that you're my friend. Now help me be a, help me be a good friend to whoever the Lord puts in my path. Because if you're waiting for this perfect person who's so interesting and just so amazing and just laughs at all your jokes, it's just, that's not how really good, good, you might find that person, but that's not how good friendship's supposed to work. It's not just like, hey, I found this guy that just fulfills my every need for a friend. No, it's like Christian friendship is, yeah, I would get that. that. That's like a benefit that comes in. But it's not supposed to be the driving factor. The driving factor is Christ and considering others' interests above your own. Yeah. Yeah. No, no, thanks, Josh. And I, I mean, I, yeah, I mean, I want to ask the question to myself too as well, <laughs> as far as, you know, again, going back to why we have this podcast at all and like why we're even talking about friendship. And I just think about how earlier on, I think it was a year ago when we were just surveying the church and we were, we're talking about our different ministries, whether it was life group or transformation group and how sometimes, you know, we would come across individuals and um, they would, they would, they would say, you know, like, look, I'm, I'm been part of this church been part of this community, but I'm not sure if I have any, any friends or close friends. And I know that you and like, we all kind of are, you know, hearts break when we hear that. I'm sure that when you hear this, your, your heart's breaking as well. And it's just this idea that, you know, in the gospel, you know, God saved us to befriend us. I mean, I think Tim Keller or somebody like that had talked about, when we think about like the span of the gospel, it's, it's really just about how our friendship was broken with God because of our sin and, you know, the re- redemption and, and justification, substitute, all those things were means for God to befriend us again. Mm-hmm. Um, and so because we are friends now with a God, we now have friendship with one another and we're able to pursue that as a reflection of this, this, this new friendship that we have. Um, and so that's, that's, I think, you know, along the lines of what you're saying is that, um, and just being able to pray through, you know, for ourselves, um, you know, not so much about how, you know, friendships in the past, you know, might have disappointed us or discouraged us or how they fell short. But, you know, you know, today, how can I look forward and think about how can can I be a good friend? How can I you know, bring encouragement and affirmation and, and kindness and, and love to, uh, you know, you know, to those in, in our local church at Cornerstone, but just like really, you know, to our, our neighbors and friends, like for the purpose of bringing forth the gospel. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, so that's, I think that's our heart. I think that's, <laughs> so. Amen, yeah. Yeah. It's pretty exciting to yeah. come to church and look around and recognize these people have the spirit of God, yeah. that God is working on making them as loving people. They have the same goal I have, that, that we're, they're seeking the glory of God. So I mean, like the potential, when I look around at every person in the church, it's like that person could be such a good friend. That person could be, yeah. they, they're my brother and sister in Christ, but 
there's just such potential for friendship everywhere you look because you both have the spirit. You both are serving, seeking the same goal. You both, you yeah. both have been made family already. So it's, I think, just another reminder of the privilege it is to be a Christian because unbelievers don't have that. Everywhere they go, yeah. it's got to be, they're not connected to those people. <laughs> yeah. There's no real, they got to find false things, like funny little things like, hey, we both like the Rams. Let's be best friends. It's like, oh, yeah, that's cool, but that's not a real like yeah. what happened to us is real. Yeah. <laughs> and so uh, when they act real like friends, they're almost acting like what's not true. They're a bunch of individual stones trying to act like they're a building, uh, you know, united. But we are united when we act all individual and like we're not close. We're acting different than what's real. We are one. So just talking about friendship is a way of talking about what it looks like to live that out in the yeah. church. Awesome. Thanks, Francis. That was yeah. Fun. Yeah. Thanks, Josh. And Thank you, whoever made it to the end. Well yeah. Done. Wow. Well done. And uh, so this is, yeah, for this is our first one. And again, we're going to shoot to have um, these conversations with the rest of the elders. And so I think our next one is going to be with Pastor Isaiah. And we're going to continue on in our conversation about friendship. And And if you're wondering again about what we're reading, um, it's the it's a book called The Company We Keep. In Search of Biblical Friendship by Jonathan Holmes. You can find it on Amazon and you can track with us. And so today we, we aimed at least to touch on high points in, in chapter one. And then uh, next month or the next few weeks, we'll be talking about chapter two. And if you want other resources related to friendship, there's plenty of other books um, about friendship. And um, we'd be glad to pass those to mm -hmm. you as well. So thanks for being my friend. All right. Yeah. Love it. Thanks, Josh.